My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week, we're talking motherhood, marriage, and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan, and today is part two of our three-part series, 15 Ways to Maximize Your Time. And it's all brought to you by the brand new podcast launching on the 18th of January for Raw Success. As you may know, I'm the CEO of Raw Success. We hold the Raw Awards, a national awards program for small business owners, amongst many other exciting things. And our brand new podcast is going to be launching on January the 18th. I really do hope that you can get across and subscribe and join us. We're going to have great conversations with incredible business owners from all around the country, as well as lots of content, lots of information and ways to in which to set you up for success in your business. I know you'll love it, so please jump on over and subscribe for our big launch on January 18th. Today, we are doing part two of our time management um, special, 15 Ways to Maximise Your Time. Last week, we talked about whether or not you are a morning or night person. We talked about planning your highlights at the start of the day rather than just reflecting at the end. We talked about doing more $100 tasks than $10 tasks, and I hope that as you've been taking yourself to the post office this week, you've been thinking about is this the best use of my time? We talked about people stopping hijacking your calendar and scheduling important breaks, whether that be food breaks, movement breaks, or big vacation breaks in order for you to be more productive in your business. I hope you got something out of those five. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about lots of um, good systems that I like to use as part of my productivity, but we're going to start with buffer blocks. And whether you want to call them buffer blocks, whether you want to call them white space, whether you want to call it flamingo time, whatever you want to call it. And I call it lots of different things um, in terms of uh, the different coaching that I do with different coaching clients. But whatever you choose to call it, building in time where you've got breathing space is incredibly important. We've all had those days where we have back-to-back meetings or we have a task that just needs to get done that we cannot stop. We're just going, 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 going. If we just give ourselves breathing space, if we just give ourselves time to stretch and be time in case things go pear-shaped in case some meetings run over or some meetings run under or you have to drive to somewhere and you can't get a park. Um, It's really important to be able to give yourself that time. And so when you are scheduling in 2024, when you are scheduling these meetings and these things that you have, or perhaps you're not in charge of your schedule, so you need to pass this information on to your team members that is um, going to be in charge of this for you. It's incredibly important um, for your mental well-being as well as your um, you know, emo- emotional well-being and your physical well-being for you to have breaks, moments to stop. And so for me, what that looks like is um, on the days that I do have lots of meetings, which for me in 2024 are Wednesdays, um, I make sure that after two meetings, I have a really decent break and decent for me is at least 30 minutes. And if there is any movement that needs to happen, let's say that these meetings aren't all happening on Zoom and I need to get from one meeting to to another, I always make sure I have at least 15 minutes to make that possible. And that may seem so logical and you may be like, okay, great tip, Stace. 
But the amount of times that I didn't do that in the early days of my business, I would just be going back to back to back to back to back and then collapse at the end of the day and be like, why am I so exhausted? Is really mind baffling, mind blowing to me. So it's so incredibly important for you to schedule in those buffer blocks. And for me, it also means that um, I schedule big chunks of flamingo time. So um, yes, on Wednesdays, I might go back to back to back to back to back. But on a Friday, I have a whole three hours of just white space, just flamingo time, where there's no agenda, there's no um, things that need to get done. And I can use that time as I see fit, whether it's for work, whether it's for play, whether it's for rest, whether it's for, um, you know, catching up on whatever TV series I'm binging, whatever it is, it's downtime for me. And it just means that when I'm at my desk, in the times around that, I'm so much more productive because I know that I've got that time coming or I've just had that time and so I'm um, more able to engage because I have the energy to do so. So number one for this week is to build in buffer blocks. Number two is to color code your calendar. I talk about this all the time. It's so incredibly important to be able to work with a system that works for you. And for me, color coding does it. I'm a visual person. I like to be able to see my week in advance. I like to be able to see what I've got coming up. To be able to just see it all in color means that I can look at a week and go, oh, okay, there's a lot of yellow in that, which is my work color. There's not a lot of orange which is the color that of time that I'm spending with the kids so how am I going to feel by Thursday well pretty rotten because if I don't spend you know some regular time with the kids during the week then by the time I get to Thursday I'm feeling guilty as all get up and that is you know something I'm working on but for me the way to avoid that is to be able to make sure that I kind of have all the colors of the rainbow across my week not just lots and lots of work or not just lots and lots of um, kid time because that also sends me bonkers and not lots and lots of, you know, other things. It needs to be a nice spread and a nice a nice mix. Um, what's that saying? Variety is the spice of life. You want to have as much variety as, as you can. And so a great way to be able to see that visually without actually having to dive into the calendar and see what meeting is what and, you know, what I'm doing here and what I'm doing there is to be able to color code. So choose your colors, allocate colors to the different priorities that you have in your life. Choose a family time color, choose a work time color, choose a um, exercise color, choose a, I'm not going to do anything right now. I'm just going to relax and enjoy myself color. And then make sure that your calendar is full of all of the colors in the rainbow. My next um, my next one is a bit controversial and it's because we have so many things on our list that I think that we are just doing because we're doing them. We're doing them because we've always done them. We do them because we think we should do them. Perhaps we inherited the business or the systems or um, the the procedures in our business from other people who perhaps worked with us or owned the business previously. Perhaps we went to a course and we learned something and this is now the way that we do something. I think one of the most um, dangerous sentences in a, in a business can be, you know, well, we do that because that's just what we've always done. And so um, my tip number three is to stop doing just what you've always done <laughs> and instead look for better cheaper, more time effective um, ways to do things or look for ways to not have to do things at all. If it is not moving the needle in your business, if it's not affecting your bottom line, if it's not giving the customers a new experience, if it's not making sure that you can be more productive um, amongst yourself and your team and you're still doing it, I really encourage you in 2024 to have a think about 
whether or not you want to do that anymore and whether or not it's something that can be um, completely eliminated from your business. And so um, there's been several instances in my business where we've been able to kind of cut out the middleman. And I'll give you the example. Um, One of the things that used to really frustrate me was when something would go wrong within in the building um, and I wouldn't be there. Um, the the system was, you know, the toilets break, we call Stacy, And that's what we'd always done. And so that's what people knew and that's how we went about it. And so the I'm not in the building. I can't fix the toilet. I don't like, I'm, I'm not actually there to solve the problem, but the go-to and the system in place was that we call Stacy and then Stacy calls a plumber and then the plumber comes into the building and then the plumber fixes the problem and then Stacy pays the invoice. However, there's like a whole lot of steps as part of that process that I don't actually need to be part of. And so we cut out if, in, across all of our kind of um, like emergency procedures, we cut that part out where I have to be the person that has to reach out to the plumber and, and book in the time with the plumber and all of the things. And now the person that finds the problem, so the person that finds that the toilet is blocked, they the numbers are on the wall, everybody is reachable, they jump in and, and book in the plumber, the plumber comes and fixes it and I find out about it when I get the invoice that I have to pay and I love that. I love that so much. So are there things um, in your business, because like me calling the plumber, I can do it, right? But it's taking me away from doing things that are actually more important in my business and moving the needle forward. Let's say that I'm in the middle of a big strategic planning session and I'm in the zone, in flow and getting lots of stuff done and planning new ways to bring in, um, you know, to innovate new products, to bring in more money into the business or to collaborate with partners that are going to help, um, you know, us land thousands of dollars worth thousands of dollars worth of contracts and in the middle of that I have to stop in that moment and call a plumber not the best use of my time um so that is our new system and I encourage you to think about your business and think about the new systems that you could put in place for your business or those things those things that you've always been doing just because that's the way it's done and see if you can wipe them out altogether number four is to say no to coffee meetings how often do you think, oh, I need to d- talk to that person about that thing. Let's go out for coffee. And that turns into, you know, an hour, an hour and a half. And sometimes it's great because it's great. You know, you get along really well. You want to have a chat. You're um, throwing ideas back and forth. You're holding each other accountable. And that's really cool. But that's that's the exception. That's not the rule. Quite often when you need to have these meetings and you end up making it a coffee meeting, it goes on and on and on. And that's not the best use of your time. So, Meetings that I have to have to catch up on on certain things that are happening in my business happen in 20-minute catch-ups. And that also, I think, and this is me just saying I think this is how it works, I think a 20-minute catch-up with me alleviates a whole lot of stress and anxiety for my person I'm meeting with because if they think that, you know, if I call a meeting with them and they all of a sudden think, what have I done wrong? Oh, and they know that we're going out for coffee, they're thinking, how long is this going to go for? Like, is this going to, like, how long is this torture going to last? <laughs> so I um, now say no to coffee meetings and we do 20-minute catch-ups instead. And at least then the other person that's coming knows that in 20 minutes they get to get rid of me. <laughs> and, of course, that can always be extended if you want it to be extended if you're both having a good time. But um, I find that 20-minute catch-ups are so much um, such a better use of my time. And then I have time to do things like, actually go out for lunch with somebody who I want to catch up with and go out for lunch. If that's the same person, then we can absolutely do that after our 20-minute catch-up. And the final um, 
tip for maximizing your time for today for this part two of the 15 ways to um, maximize your time is could this meeting be replaced with a video? (laughs) Could it? Could this meeting be replaced with a video? So often we meet because that's what we've always done and that's what we've, you know, that's again, that's the way it's been done before and so that's the way we continue to do it. But what I've found is that when we meet, it's a huge drain on resources because, you know, nobody's at the front desk and nobody's answering the phone. Everybody's deeply invested in the meeting that's going on and quite often the meeting is full of conversations that only involve two people across the table and everybody else is kind of sitting around. So if I have big news to share, I will often think, does this need to be a meeting because do we need discussion around this or is this just information sharing? And could I make a video and say, hi, everybody, just letting you know it's Monday, this week we've got this and this and this going on. I need to catch up with this person. This, Please make sure you've done X and Y because that's due on Friday. Have a great week. How much more enjoyable is that for somebody to watch that two-minute video than to sit through an hour meeting? Just asking. So I want you to ask yourself, could this meeting be replaced with a video? And that's it for my... Um, five tips for today of course this is part two we'll be back next week with part three so just recapping we talked about building in buffer blocks and breathing space between your meetings we talked about color coding your calendar we talked about going through the lists of things that we've just we're just doing because we've always done them and trying to get rid of some of those we said no to coffee meetings and we have been asking ourselves could this meeting be replaced with a video I do hope you're getting something out of um, these three episodes, um, finding different ways to use your time, different ways to maximize your time. I find that it's it's always such a bugbear that people come to me with, especially when they start coaching with me, like I just don't have enough time. So I hope that these hints and tips are kicking off your 2024 in the right way and helping you get on top of all the things that you have to do. I look forward to sharing part three with you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 